Hello, our lovely listeners and followers. My name is Carlos Lolonyo Acha. You are warmly welcome to this edition of the podcast. In this edition, we shall be talking about some delicious Ghanaian and African dishes. The objective is to highlight some of these great delicacies that we have as Africans. Their preparation processes, where they can be found, and ways to promote them to gain international recognition. And you know what's special about this broadcast? <laughs> it's special because I have other team members from the Ghana Institute of Journalism who will be joining me to school us on some selected African dishes. At this moment, I'll let them introduce themselves and the various dishes that they will be talking to us about. We'll start with Vanessa. Hello lovely followers, my name is Vanessa Utu and for me, I love fufu so much. So stay put as I watch your appetite and get your tongue down your throat for this special delicacy. Thank you. Well, fufu is not my thing. Talk of that great nothing delicacy, tozafi or tease it for short and you'll find me around. Grace Etibadin is my name. Please listen on as I pond you with my Tuzafi experience. I am Peter Martin from the greater Accra region and I will be telling you much about Kenke and the varieties that are in existence from Jamestown Kenke to Fanti Kenke. From the Kotonka International Airport in greater Accra region, let's get out to Anangoland, Nigeria for Egusi and Eba. If Eba is your thing, listen carefully as I, Agorogo, Joy, Mawena, take you through step-by-step preparation of this great Nigerian delicacy. For sure, you go like them. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Time with Drake. I am Wendy Taifi Odrake and I'm here to walk you through the preparation process and benefits of one Ghanaian sumptuous meal, usually served with palm nut soup or granite soup with tender fingers of okra. Hello lovely listeners, my name is Harriet Wilson and today I'll be taking you through um, PC, a special delicacy here in Ghana. So I'll be taking you through its preparation process, um, its benefit and of course how it can be promoted. Please stay tuned for more updates on that. Thank you. Well, 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 you've heard my team members from the prestigious Communications University, the Ghana Institute of Journalism, who will be schooling us on this great great foods personally i will be watching your appetite on one of the greatest delicacies ever created by man and so stay put as we give each member of the group five minutes to tell us about their delicacies hello our lovely listeners and followers thank you for tuning into this edition of our podcast as mentioned earlier, my name is Vanessa Otu, so stay put as I take you through the current royal food, fufu. Okay, so fufu is widely consumed by most people across the African continent. Fufu is believed to originate in Ghana by the Ashanti, the Ikhapim, the Gwans, the Achim, the Bono and the Fanti people of the Akan ethnic group of Ghana. Today, it features in Togolese cuisine, Guinean cuisine, 
Cameroon cuisine as well as Nigerian cuisine. As with any culture, food is central to Ghanaian life regardless of where you are in the world. Fufu is often made in the traditional Ghanaian and Nigerian method by mixing and pounding separate equal portions lantern, carefully with water. Fufu is enjoyed with all kinds of soup, as to whether light soup, granite soup, palm nut soup or ebunebunu, the consumer soup, but mostly it is enjoyed with light soup with assorted meat such as goat meat and cow meat. Workers such as masons, plumbers and many strong workers prefer to eat fufu because it keeps them going and stay long on them for a longer period of time. One may ask, so how is fufu prepared? Fufu can be prepared in so many ways. Others wore the cassava and plantain and blend it. Others also like to save themselves the stress of pounding, so they prefer neat fufu. But the typical Ghanaian way of preparing fufu is the use of mortar and a pistol. One could pound fufu for about 30 minutes, whilst another navigates the mixture to achieve a smooth texture. Everybody loves fufu, but nobody wants to be taxed with the job of pounding it. Ingredients include tomatoes, onions, pepper, ginger, garlic, meat, spices, cassava, and plantain. Light soup preparation. Get your assorted meat and apply blended onions with garlic and ginger. Apply your seasoning and steam. Boil the tomatoes, onion, and pepper. After several minutes, blend it and sieve it on the assorted meat and stir. Add your seasoning and stir. Food preparation. Okay, so get fresh cassava or cocoa yam and plantain. Peel off and boil with water. 500 ml of water for a soft fufu or 400 ml for a thermal fufu. Boil until cassava and plantain become soft. Pour the remaining water from the boiled plantain and cassava. Get your mortar and your pistol and a bowl of water to help you break the cassava and plantain into the mortar. Mostly, the plantain is pounded first. Pound to achieve a soft texture. Put your pounded plantain in a bowl and start pounding the cassava. After attaining a soft texture, mix the pounded plantain to the pounded cassava and pound till you achieve a uniform mixture. Note best, people who want very soft fufu add more water in the process of pounding, while those who want a firmer fufu add less water in the pounding process. Dish out your fufu, add your light soup, and you are good to go. Fufu offers a natural bodybuilding opportunity. It is said that before James came to town, fufu was producing macho men for free. Also, related to its exercising benefits, some communities encourage pregnant women in their last trimester to pound fufu. It is believed that this ensures easy and short labor. Fufu is nice to enjoy, but the preparation is very tiring. Hence, some people opt for neat fufu and others, which is easier to prepare. How we can promote fufu? We as Ghanaians forget the health benefits of our locally made dishes and offer western dishes such as rice, spaghetti and others. We can also promote our own dishes by serving them on occasions and events. Instead of serving rice, we can equally serve fufu, kenke, first the wall, kokonte, ampesi, suozafi, popularly known as teasers, and many more. Let's fight for our locally made dishes, for we are Ghanaians and Ghanaians we shall remain. Hope you enjoyed my podcast. See you next time in our next edition of our podcast. Stay tuned. Food is a very essential need. 
among living things and human beings, which is no exception. This can attest to the fact that man cannot live without food. I want to take this opportunity to introduce to you this delicacy in the northern part of Ghana. Follow me as we go short up to the northern region to learn about their food, the nutritional value it contains, how they prepare it, and when they enjoy it. Most of the foods eaten in the northern regions cut across ethnic groups and tribes. The three main northern regions consist of Upper East, Bolukatanga, Upper West, Wa, the last but not the least northern region, which is Tamale. Let's begin with Suzafi, also known as Tzizet, which has its origin from the Awoza language and the word to, which means staring or paddling, and the Zafi, which means hot. Tuozafi is not also known as Sakbo in the other languages. Tuozafi is not only popular in Ghana, but also across some parts of West Africa and in countries like Nigeria, Mali, Burkina Faso, and Niger. Tuozafi is a staple food in the northern part of Ghana. And unlike other local foods such as Banku, Fufu, and Yam, can be found in the menu list of some restaurants in the country. Tuozafi, not until quite recently, was added to some menu lists of some restaurants. Tuozafi is commonly made with corn flour or mallet flour and it is soft in nature. A little can be sticky in between the fingers. It is normally eaten with any soup of your choice, but the most common soup associated with Tuozafi is ayoyo or jaiko, which is also known as kubewa busheshe. The types of tuozafi also depends on the types of flour used in the preparation. And the three main types of corn flours used in this preparation is corn teaset millet, teaset, and the red millet. And apart from these types, you have the ones that you either add kondo or cassava flour. And these types are very common among the cotton coolies and the chambers. Well... I know you might be wondering how Tuozafi has been prepared, right? The preparation of Tuozafi doesn't need any special skill or strength, which means that anybody, even a child between the ages of 10 and above, can prepare teasets at home. Firstly, you would need a cooking pot on the source of heat or fire. Pour some amount of water on the fire depending on the number of people you are cooking for. Cover the pot and bring the water to boil. Whilst the water is on fire, take some flour and also mix with the water to make a watery paste. But it should not be light. Now, pour the paste into the boiling water and stir until it makes a uniform solution. Then, cover again and leave it to boil for about 2 minutes depending on your source of heat. When it starts to boil, use a calabash with a handle to collect some of the porridge into a bowl. Then start stirring the porridge with a wooden spatula and whilst doing that add the flour as well you continue to add the flour until you get a thick base and also smooth without lumps after getting the thick base then you start adding the porridge you collected earlier and this is done step by step while stirring till it mixes and becomes lighter leave for another two minutes and your teaset is done and ready to dish out again you have a bowl of water with calabash again to color the seasons into the plate. The act of 
putting the calabash into the water as to prevent it from sticking into the calabash. After dishing out your teaser, put the shea butter, which is optional, on top of it to garnish it and to also prevent it from sticking on your fingers. Now you can serve your teaser with your soup of your choice. Towards Afi is full of carbohydrates and it's an energy giving food. But to make it balanced, you need a soup like the green leaves, the spinach, palm nuts, granite, and ayoyo soup, which contains vitamins, proteins, fats, minerals. And you know, we cannot underestimate the nutritional value of shea butter and the rich taste it gives to Tuzavi. So, next time you are in Ghana, please don't forget to try some tea sets. Thank you. I'm Grace Mamiesi Baden, DCS. 20690 Hi ladies and gentlemen welcome to now for four at our bomb Kinkis hub in Jamestown once again my name is Peter Nate Martin and I'm here to engage you on the preparation of the almighty Gakinki the one that Bukom Banku cannot live without. With all due respect, pay attention as I tell you much about Kinky and the varieties that are in existence. From Jamestown Gakinki to Fanti Kinky. Kinky, a typical Ghanaian dish made from fermented white corn, which is widely consumed throughout the country by Ghan people from southern Ghana. The Ghan tribe calls it Komi. The Fanti tribe who lives in the center of the country calls it Dokunu. Kinke is often accompanied by fried fish throughout West Africa where fishing is widely practiced and where fish are generally eaten fresh and fried or dried or smoked for better preservation. People also add shito, a sauce made from smoked fish and raw vegetables such as fresh peppers that bring a lot of freshness. This makes a fairly complete dish. One may humbly ask, how is this gakenke made or prepared? I will gladly respond by saying that gakenke, the fermented recipe, requires two days of fermentation. Preparation time in the kitchen is also important and therefore requires a little organization. So it is often prepared with the family. Would you believe that white cornmeal is combined with cornstarch? and water is gradually added until a smooth and homogeneous dough is obtained. The kinky dough is then covered with a cloth and must ferment for two days in a warm place. The dough can then be divided in two and one of the two pieces will be cooked in a large pot of salt water brought to a boil. It is essential to mix it regularly to prevent the dough from sticking to the edges of the pot. The second piece of dough is incorporated until the whole mixture is homogeneous. The kinky dough will then be divided into portions and these can be rolled into balls and placed in dried corn leaves. The leaves must be tied together with a string to prevent them from opening under the effect of heat. The rest of the cooking consists in steaming for an hour and a half. Thus prepared. Kinky balls can be stored for a few days in the refrigerator and simply be steamed or placed in a microwave or even frozen to be consumed later. This dish is emblematic 
of the cuisine of Ghana. It is consumed through the year. It is also the main fermented food of Ghanaian cuisine. Kenke, also popular in Accra, the capital of Ghana, that there is even a Kenke festival held once a year where you can taste Kenke in various ways with fries, stews, and salads. This particular Kenke festival serves as a means of promoting this delicacy locally. Kenke is also popular in neighboring countries such as Côte d'Ivoire, Togo, and Western Benin, but it was also exported to Jamaica, where it is called Dokunu, and Guyana, where it is called Konke. In Trinidad, it is called PM. In Konke cuisine, it is generally used as an accompaniment to vegetables such as squash or plantains. Gakenke is usually served hot with red pepper sauce made of ground chili pepper, onions and tomatoes as well as a black pepper sauce locally called shito. Fanti kenke is usually served warm with tomato gravy or palava sauce. It may also go with any fish, poultry or meat dish. Kenke is one of the healthy local delicacies in Ghana. It does not have any side effect. It is affordable by folks from all walks of life. The water in which the kenke is boiled serves as a drink when maize or corn husk are used as the wrapper for cooking the kenke. This water is called otinshinu. Kenke cannot be underestimated. It is a widely held opinion that kenke is what if you arrive from all other parts of the world and you get to Ghana, you cannot live without it. Hi, fellow listeners, as we walk through the world with difficult tasks, we always and at all times get exhausted and wishes to revive our energy after a hard labor. But at the same time, our location of work does not always permit us to do what we are used to, but we are rather exposed to the culture of others, which sometimes appears enticing, and it does finally, after getting to know more through personal commitment. Listeners, what of those of us who are highly used to our method of food, or let me say our local food, when we travel we so desire to have those meals served to us in our various place of work. Dearly all, our show now will not omit your thought of meal, that matters to you most. Wow! Introducing to you now will be one of the food that is cherished and loved by most people around the globe. For real. Hmm a special delicacy that will captivate your appetite and you will so yearn to enjoy while partaking fellow listeners let us now listen to the origin and the preparation of the food popularly known as egusi and eba ah hope you go like them egusi is known as melon seed it's used to prepare soup and taken with eba also known as gari but is prepared with hot water. This is the most popular food among Igbos and Yorubas in the east and west part of Nigeria in Africa. The food exists with different recipes across the different ethnic groups in Nigeria. The Yorubas make Efo Egusi, while the Igbos make Ofe Egusi, all with similar ingredients but slightly different approaches. This is a comprehensive recipe for the best kind a goosey soup with lumps, the kind you only get at four star hotel. There are several ways to prepare a goosey soup. We have the caking, the boiling, and the frying method. 
I will be using the frying method because people find it difficult using that method so they can be edified. A complete ingredient may include 2 kg meat, 4 cups of egusi grounded, roasted or smoked fish, 1 cup of grounded crayfish, 2 cups of washed bitter leaf, 2 seasoning cubes, 300 ml of palm oil, about 2 liters of water, salt to taste, pepper to taste, stockfish head, medium size, dawa dawa, cooking utensils. Moving on to the preparation processes, set a cooking pot on fire and allow it to dry. Add palm oil and allow it to heat for 2 minutes but don't allow it to bleed. Dissolve the egusi to a cup of water and add to the heated oil to fry the egusi in the palm oil for the next 8 to 10 minutes. Always stir to avoid burning. Once the egusi is fried, add 4 cups of water and all to boil. Steam meat separately with roasted and stockfish as well as seasoners and allow to season. Add the steamed meat and fish to the fried egusi with the water and allow to boil for 5 minutes. Add pepper, seasoning cubes to season the soup. Stir occasionally to avoid burning. Add the already washed bitter leaf, 1 teaspoon okbei, crayfish, taste for salt, pepper and other seasoners and stir in between until it's ready to serve. The eba is prepared by pouring a quantified amount of gari in a hot water and stir evenly to form a ball. Hi friends, food is ready. The egusi soup can then be served hot with the eba. You go like cam. Wow! It the be keke. Benefits of egusi soup and eba. Egusi and eba does not just benefit your stomach. It is a healthy meal rich in potassium, protein, carbohydrate, and all essential nutrients required by the body for function appropriately. Aside, the meal is low in fat, cholesterol, saturated fat and sugar, exactly what the body needs. Hi guys and fellow listeners, hope you like Amwa. Idebi keke. Thanks. This presentation is delivered from the Joy Catering Services. See you next time. Well, well, well. I will be taking you through the unique delicacy, which is coconut with granite soup. This sumptuous delicacy, though a Ghanaian meal, is consumed by some African countries like Togo and Benin. Guess what? This meal is the bridge between Banku and Fufu. It is identified by its distinctive light brown to dark brown color. It will interest you to know that in Ghana, this special meal has several unique and interesting names among different tribes and age groups. Most students have nicknamed it Chris Brown. The Royal Washantis call it Lapewa. The Kiapems call it Abetie, the Gans call it Chinchi, the Achims and Ewes call it Kokonte, and Face the Wall. Being its general name, it is referred to as Face the Wall because 
It was initially associated with the low-class people who would not want anyone to see them eating in chobas or food joints. Kokonte is prepared from dried cassava or yam, grinded into powdery form. In a cornmeal, to have your complete kokonte powder, these are some of the ingredients you need. Dried cassava flour, salt, and water. Next is the preparation process for kokonte. Ladies and gentlemen, we have gradually gotten there and first and foremost, one has to boil water on fire. You then pour your cassava flour and stir gently till well mixed. You then paddle very well to prevent lamp. There should be another boiling water which will be poured on the kokonte on fire to the desired texture. The hot water is then poured on the kokonte and well paddled again to get it very well cooked. Wow, wow, wow. We have our kokonte ready within some few minutes. Shall we move on to the preparation process of granite soup? Granite soup is one of the favorite delicacies among Ghanaians. It is not only tasty but also very healthy. It is a common meal among many people in this country but due to its amazing taste, many individuals around the globe have learned how to cook it. Granite soup is a thick soup usually prepared by cooking granite paste with several ingredients such as tomato, okra, pepper, etc. It is a stable food among West African nations. Most often, Ghanaians prefer eating it with fufu, banku, and our famous kogonte. In Ghana, granite soup recipe. Ingredients. One cup of granite paste, medium-sized onions, tomatoes, the tomato should be very ripe, 500 grams of chopped meat into smaller pieces, it could be chicken, fish or beef, 2 liters of water, salt, spices, pepper paste. Next. Pour the granite paste in another pot and mix it with water. The mixture should be very thick. Thus, a considerable amount of water should be used. Heat the mixture while stirring until some oil starts forming. After the granite paste is ready, add water and mix thoroughly until it is light. Then add it to the steamed meat. While stirring, add the onion and tomatoes without cutting them. You have to wash them very well. Once the content has been steamed for a while, remove the onions and the tomatoes. Peel off the tomatoes, grind them and put them back into the mixture. It is often wise to use them peeled. You have to boil them first so that you can peel them off very easily. Grind the onions as well. Add the stock and cube. Gently stir 
leave it on fire so it is well cooked challenges of okonte okonte from its processing is actually tedious it requires much attention to prevent lamps sand and other particles from mixing with the dried cassava after it has been dried one has to be very careful also when it comes to preparing it one has to paddle with strength to prevent lumps furthermore when it comes to the lifespan of kokonte it can only last for two days one must note that it should be eaten within the early hours of the day to prevent indigestion next is the benefits of kokonte first and foremost it has carbohydrates therefore it gives energy it is also very affordable both the poor and rich can afford with the challenges of preparing granite soup granite soup is time consuming compared to other soups one should be very careful to make sure that the soup is well prepared before consumption to avoid stomach troubles also if not well prepared Granite soup could serve as a purgative. Benefits of granite soup. Granite soups contain protein and helps promote fertility because of its granite. Aside that, it's one of the delicious soups in Ghana and everyone can give it a try. Hello, lovely listeners. So thanks for tuning in. So like I said, my name is Harriet Wilson and I'll be taking you through Ampesi preparation. You know, um, Ampesi is a typical Ghanaian dish which is prepared with yam, plantain, kokoyam or even cassava. And all you need to do is to slice the yam or kokoyam or to your preferred choice. You add a bit of salt and boil it for about 10 to 15 minutes and your ampesi is ready you can combine it with a vegetable or a gravy stew contumely egg stew or even a simple stew in an asanka the ampesi actually is originated or like mostly ate from by the people of the Brongahavo region in Ghana ampesi itself is a holistic name for the combination of tubers and plantain so a classical dish presented as boiled yam and boiled green plantain mostly called the apim in the Akan language served with contouring or garden eggs to you cook in red palm oil or even an asanka for me this dish just makes my day and i'm sure most Ghanaians as well now let's get going i'll be taking you through the garden x2 preparation so we're combining up and pc with garden x2 okay so today all you need to do is you just peel um so all you need to do is the garden x preparation you cut your garden x into quarters you rinse them you boil them in enough water on a medium heat until they are soft after you strain water and allow it to cool, you peel off the leathery skin and seeds. You blend the skin and you blend the skin and then the seeds until smooth. You use your hand to mash the fleshy part into a pulp. Then you set aside for use. Now you just put a frying pan or your your silver or whatever your cooking utensil, the what you want to cook with, you put it on fire. 
or your saucepan you put your saucepan on fire on a medium heat then you can decide to use palm oil or fried oil but we're using palm oil to make it more sumptuous so after pouring the, the palm oil in the saucepan you make it hot you slice your onions and pour into the oil fry until onions turn slightly brown you add your pepper your blended onion garlic and of course ginger to allow it simmering for about two minutes then you add your tomato paste and stir to perfectly mix up let the simmer let it simmer for about four to five minutes to remove the metallic taste after you pour your chopped tomatoes and allow it to simmer until water significantly reduced pour your both blended and mashed garden eggs into the saucepan you add your smoked tuna and salmon add a little salt and seasoning to taste then you allow simmering for about eight to ten minutes remove off heat and serve with your ampissi and with your boiled egg and that's all I told you it's very simple. Now you're wondering what you gain from eating garden X2 or Ampesi. So garden X2 itself has a lot of nutrients and good for the body. So it helps controlling blood sugar level and of course very good for pregnant women. So we can also help promote Ampesi by organizing platforms such as these ones and food festivals etc. And this could also serve as the same means of promoting the special delicacy. Also, celebrators and leaders of the country should be seen eating these special delicacies and social or official gatherings rather than the foreign cuisines. Thanks so much for your time and thanks for listening. My name once again is Harriet Bolson Kuma. Join us same time next week. I love you. I'm out. Mwah. <laughs> Wondering what I just said? Well, I was just sending a shout out to people of Pewelan, the owners and the creators of the tasty and nutritious cuisine, Akple and Fetridechi. But hey, wondering what Akple and Fetridechi is made of? <laughs> Come with me to Ajobi's kitchen. But before we get to know all the details from her kitchen, it would interest you to know that Akple is made from corn flour, while the Fetridechi, which literally translates as okra soup, is made from okra. It's mainly consumed by the inhabitants of the southeastern part of Ghana, the Airways or the Everest. The delicacy's history can be traced back back to the 16th century when the Airways first settled in Sudan, where they named Ketume, which is now called Khartoum. Today, the delicacy is consumed by people from all walks of life, both rural and urban poor or rich. It is also consumed at social events like parties, wedding receptions and funerals by all tribes. Finally, we have arrived here at Ajovi's kitchen. She's briefly going to tell us how Akple and Fetri Dechi is prepared. Hello Ajovi, you're welcome to this segment on Akple and Fetri Dechi. Can you run us through the preparation of this food? Well, to start with, one needs corn flour, fresh okra, fresh leaves, red oil or coconut oil, spices, fish or meat with some quantity of boiling water. With regards to the apple, 
a quantity of water is kept on fire till it reaches a boiling point. The cornflour is then poured and mixed with the boiling water with a cooking paddle until a desired hardness is achieved. As soon as that is achieved, it is covered and left on the fire for about 8 minutes to be fully cooked. Before serving, the mixture is stirred again to achieve a certain level of viscosity and uniformity. The usual practice is that while the acclay is cooking, the okra is also boiled together with any leafy vegetable such as ademe. The leaves are usually chopped into smaller pieces and mixed with pepper stew instead. Crab, salmon, smoked fish, etc. are added to the stew. Some people even prefer to add smoked snails for its protein efficacy. Spices or momone are added to the stew to make it tasty. Jomi, the red oil, is used in preparation of the stew. Once the soup is cooked, the food is served and eaten hot. <laughs> so in brief, that's how I play and fetridechi my beloved food is prepared and i eat this twice or three times in a week <laughs> thank you very much ajovi indeed we have learned a thing or two in this episode when it comes to the preparation of akple and fetri dechi however i would want you to tell us about the benefit of consuming akple and fetri dechi well i can say that it's a great source of energy says it's carbohydrates based food some health commentators also recommend its consumption to people with diabetes because it could be easily broken down by the digestive system you know unlike banku a plain okra stew is lighter on the stomach and digests faster comparatively the difference is that while a plain is prepared with only corn flour banku is prepared with a mixture of corn dough and cassava dough very very interesting wow okay so what are some of the challenges with this particular food mm, well the only challenge with this delicacy is that it does not have a longer shelf life usually it is consumed hot just after cooking because it loses its viscosity in a matter of minutes it's usually not consumed cold however some people have found innovative ways of tying it up in a polythene and keeping it in a food warmer that way it can be kept up to about 12 hours really beautiful so as a caterer tell us ways that these foods can be promoted mm. I think that our local dishes can be better promoted if conscious efforts are put in place by the Ghana Tourism Development Company to do that. Platforms such as food festivals, etc. could serve as means of promoting our local dishes. I also think that celebrities and our politicians should be seen eating these local dishes at official gatherings rather than eating foreign cuisines. Moreover, hotels should also intensify the inclusion of local dishes on their menus as well. Wow, very, very interesting. As we have come to know, Akple and okra stew is easy to prepare and not expensive at all. Anyone can eat it. It digests fast and does not leave you with health complications. Also, we have come to know that the more we consume akple and okra stew, the more money we are putting back into the pocket of our local farmers. Eventually, the economy of our country will grow. So soon, we have come to the end of this segment on akple and fetri dechi. I believe you have learned a thing or two. My name is Carlos Lolo. This year's two zero six nine one.
Wow! We hope you have really learned a lot and have enjoyed listening to this edition of the podcast. Make time again for the next week edition. Wondering what we shall be discussing? Well, we will be talking about festivals in Ghana. We shall also bring a guest speaker on. So, make time again to listen to us next week. Bye-bye.